Hello, everybody, and welcome to an episode of Impactful Conversations, a platform to educate and inspire. My name is Tafazwan Lovu, and thank you for tuning in to the show. On the show, I interview and speak to individuals who are making a difference in their world, individuals who have a different way of thinking and are forming as leaders in their respective fields. I do this on Instagram Live on my account, which you can give a follow at Tafanlovu, that's T-A-F-A-N-D-L-O-V-U, to catch the future episodes live. Anyway, wherever you're listening to this, I hope you sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey. Hello, hello. How you doing? I'm well, Matilisi. How are you? Very good. Can't complain. That's, that's awesome. That's awesome. Thanks so much for uh, coming to the show. I'm really, really Thanks, excited yeah. for this episode. And um, yeah. I know we've been talking for quite some time to, to get this one to get this one going so i'm really excited for what's to come yeah um, how's your uh, weekend going so far uh you know in lockdown same old same old i would rather yeah. be <laughs> in studio doing what i love but here we are new normal yeah yeah um absolutely. so taking it easy trying to watch as much series as possible trying to read awesome. as well awesome um yeah that's what keeps me busy now <laughs> yeah. you know as you say but hey. um i think we can get started so thank mm. you so much for joining us for uh, episode four absolute um, pleasure and uh so i think to get started we're just going to kick start so this is typically how i start the show you know yeah. general sort of q a um yeah. who are you where are you from where did you grow up what did you study um yeah tell us a little bit about yourself and what are you passionate about as well all right, um, Sidisi Mohono, born and bred in Katlehong on the East Rand. Um, and I was just like a normal kid growing up. I loved being outside, playing, getting dirty with my uh, cousins and my siblings. I went to Alberton Primary, Marifillion High School. Then I mm. ended up at the University of Johannesburg to study accounting, become accounting, an accounting graduate. Um, but in the midst of studying, I fell in love with media and I just with broadcasting, went from working in a newsroom mm -hmm. to taking over, doing news and um, a little bit of the eco side as well because of what I was studying. Um, mm -hmm. And then ended up hitting up the sports desk and the rest is a present. <laughs> That's awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. So I think, you know, everybody pretty much knows who you are in terms of, you know, what you do. We've all seen yeah. your, your, your face when we were watching the Rugby World Cup. Um, and prior to that as well, but you know, if you had to look back on your career thus far, what would you say is your favorite moment on air at the moment? Yeah, there's so many. Um, mm. You can give us three or definitely two. Or... World, definitely World Cup. Um, awesome. That was just important, not just the final, but just being a part of that uh, broadcast, you know. Um, I would also say uh, Sia Kolisi's first game as captain at Emirates Land Park. Special. That was just, and it, yeah, it's special. Mm, special. It's, it's <laughs> extraordinary to be part of that moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sure, it was something else. It was, it was mm. absolutely extraordinary. And then I think the 36-34 victory against the All Blacks in Wellington, I was in studio for that as well. Awesome. It was, we celebrated, day. we celebrated like we <laughs> conquered the world, you know. <laughs> um, so that was, a pretty extraordinary moment as well and i was so it was it was a blessing to be a part of that i can't tell you how 
I ran around the studio that day. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember, I remember that, that game. I mean, just jumping yeah. up and down, couldn't quite believe what I just saw. But, you know, just the testament of teamwork and, and spirit, mm. you know, coming together mm. really just brought us all together, which is so yeah. amazing. And I think it must have been amazing to be on, on in the studio at the time as well, um, you know, with some of the former players, I'm sure as well they, they were probably swelling with pride That's just a bit no they awesome. were we were like jumping up and down high-fiving each other no one could still <laughs> but i'm i'm talking everybody you know the entire mm. crew the entire panel um it's really great to watch your national team win and dig dig so deep for a victory that really mattered and cemented their turnaround mm. in world rugby as well mm. yeah mm. do you do you still get nervous before you go on here i mean of i've been doing this so many times of I mean, course. <laughs> yes 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 if you get nervous it means if you get nervous it means it still matters you know it's yeah, still close absolutely. to your heart it still gets your mm. heart pumping and your heart racing yeah mm. just say just get nervous you know take it all in um yeah quiet and down say your prayers and that's then we really live yeah. mm, that's really really good so let's talk a little bit about you um mm. you know so particularly around the topic of you pursuing your dreams and your sort of yeah. journey so as a start you know tell us a little bit about, about your journey into broadcasting actually and how that came about i'm quite curious you know went to to uj to study accounting um but then you know developed the passion in media how did that sort of come about? And tell us a little bit about that development of the passion. So I've always been a person that does not like idle time. I don't like, I don't necessarily like sitting around. I like to rest. Um, yeah. But when I arrived at UJ for first year, I found that um, for what I was studying, I had a lot of time, like a lot of time. Mm. And mm. then I ended up spending most of it just not doing anything productive. So um, they were having uh additions at UJFM so I thought hey rock station let me go I got the swag I got it you know let me go try <laughs> out and I was horrible because yeah. <laughs> I liked I liked mainstream culture you know pop mm. hip-hop um that mm. kind of not hip-hop um pop music um urban house that kind that was my vibe quite door that that was my yeah. vibe uh, yeah. and they were not looking for a presenter like that because it was still a rock station and then okay. they asked me to read a news bulletin i read the news bulletin and they were like huh she can read though yeah. um, <laughs> so i worked at ujfm for eight months so this was august 2017 my first year 20, yeah. no 2007 2007 mm. that was my first year at uj so this is august 2007. Okay. Uh, so i was at uj fm for about six seven months and then i found out that yfm are having auditions for a weekend newsreader so i went through mm -hmm. um no experience no experience working in a newsroom yeah uh but um my editor at the time Zukile Majova, gave me a shot and said listen if you're willing to learn I'll give you a yeah. chance. He was also baffled that the accounting student that now wants to work in a newsroom, he didn't understand <laughs> what's going on. But at the time, I just wanted to, I wanted to be independent. I really wanted to cement my independence. I wanted to mm. wean myself off of my parents. I wanted to mm. take care of myself and um, not have them have to take care of me, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I wanted to work. And that was the job that was available. And I took it and I ran with it. So that's how I started. Mm. We can use. And so, I mean, what inspired you to come into particularly rugby as a sport, particularly as a yeah. sort of a male-dominated sport, what inspired that decision and how did that journey come into, into fruition? 
So my introduction to rugby was in high school at Murray Fulun. was a mm -hmm. dual medium school, so English and Afrikaans speaking. Yes. Um, but rugby was the culture, you know. Um, mm -hmm. I remember my the first game in grade eight when we all the grade eights are out, uh, full uniform on a Saturday, at one yeah. o'clock in the afternoon in a blazing relate, February yeah. <laughs> January February sun, <laughs> screaming your lungs out um, yeah. and cheering the first team and. Mm. It didn't, it didn't captivate me then because I was just like, this sport, I just don't get why anybody wants to get bashed. This sport, try I didn't understand, you know? Um, yeah. And also, in 95, I was, too, I was just too young to get it. I was probably mm. running around in the streets or something. And my father was always a football man. So yeah. I learned over the years the other sporting codes, and high school introduced me to rugby. But I think where it really started to be a part of me was at why because weekend news is sports news essentially yes that mm -hmm. is what is happening on the weekend then it becomes your job to know but i i, I would say right after lady rugger uh the presenter search doing the work mm -hmm. for rugby world cup 2011 and then mm -hmm. the varsity cup you know yes. the, the culture around the varsity cup watching people's awesome. careers yeah. grow and blossom that's mm -hmm. when it was like chokehold <laughs> That's when it got me. Yeah. And the rest, the rest, as they say, is history. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, within that journey, um, you know, sort of two or three key lessons that you've learned in that sort of progression into this field, but also sort of the progression into chasing your passion. That's yeah. not necessarily linked to what you studied, but actually this is what you want to do. What are sort of the two or three key lessons that you would say you've learned throughout the process? Oh, so many. I think one of the lessons that I learned from the newsroom, my editor told me this very, very early, is that it is mm. not about you. It awesome. is not about you. You have to be in service of whoever is listening or watching. It is about them. It's about feeding mm. them. It's about letting yes. them know what is going on. It's about entertaining them. And when you remove yourself from the equation and make it about the other person and making it about being in service um, mm. of the other person, that's mm. when your work is fulfilling. That's when your work is inspiring. You know? That's amazing. I think the other lesson that I learned is to be... To, to become specific about what I want, but know that it's not going to come packaged that way. You know, yes, I wanted yes. a willow tree, but God gave me an acorn and said, go plant That's it, amazing. go nurture it, um, go sing to it. Yeah. <laughs> make sure it has a, a sun, make sure that you are feeding into it. Because a lot of the times we have these big dreams and we think it's going to arrive packaged it's going to mm. arrive in the neat little box that we envision in our mind but that is yes. that is that is the the end picture that you're seeing and it's not even the end it's just the interlude in your journey of life absolutely and you've got to just work small and take those small steps to making mm. that big vision come alive mm. um what other ones there was one i just remembered now that's also important a, a foot in the door so yeah. It is like that. It's like, it's not packaged, but my foot in the door was weekend news. And then yes. I had to work on the midday desk because we mm. lost our midday newsreader. Now I'm midday mm. and I'm working Monday to Friday. Now I'm, now I'm engrossed in newsroom culture. Now mm. I can write, I can cut sound in five minutes. I can make sure that there's a bulletin going out on the hour, every hour. But look at how I start and then I progress midday, afternoon, mornings. Next mm. thing you know, mm. I can take over a sports desk without anybody worrying about it. I can cover elections without anybody worrying about me. Yeah. Those kinds of things. So it's just getting your foot in the door get your foot in the door and work mm. your way up and that's okay too yeah well, that's really really profound i think 
you you touch on so many important points there and i think one which which resonates a lot with me is you know it's not about exactly where you start but you know it's about where you want to go and i think yeah. that is so so profound and it's it's really really impactful so you know being in that process you you've certainly learned a lot and what what advice would you give to to young presenters currently specifically young female presenters uh, what what advice would you give them sort of at the inception of their career at the moment? Be authentic, mm. be yourself. Mm. Because um, if you are disingenuous, people will pick it up in your presentation. They'll know yes. that you're trying to be someone else because then they yes. will, their mind will put you together with someone else. You mm. know, they won't mm. be able to enjoy your progression. Yes. So that's very important. Just be yourself. Amazing. Be bring and bring yourself to your to the table, whatever that is. If you're a funny guy, be funny in presentation. If you're witty, <laughs> yeah. bring your wit, bring your charm, bring that's bring amazing. you. Uh, Tafa mm. must be the guy that we're watching. And when I bump mm. into him in the street, it can't be the. Yeah. S- <laughs> is that him for real? You know. So must be, be your person, most yeah. yeah. Be your most amazing. authentic self. It's so important. That's how people connect with you. That's how people mm. connect with the information you're trying to share with them when they know that mm. you're being authentic. Mm. Um, you know, do great work. You know, be yeah. be a stickler for quality, for excellence. Mm. Mm. You know, I my mantra is excellence, diligence, and excellence. Because 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 I realized in my life, my life has taught me that I won't reach perfection yeah but i can be excellent you know yeah. and allow yeah. god my creator the universe to fold the rest of it up my That's panel amazing. to fold the rest of it up my team mm. to fold the rest of it up but i've always got to be my best self i've always got to be ex- so be excellent really in the work that you do don't don't half-ass it don't yeah, yeah. cut corners don't no. take the the shortcuts yeah you must come with all of you know, yeah. when we when the lights go off in studio, we are tired yeah. because we've brought it all for you. Bring you. everything, so, yeah, everything. Mm. So that's really good. That's really don't, really good. Don't 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 half us it. Be excellent. Be excellent yeah, all the time. I think the most um, one of the things that you, people are likely, you know, to have thrown at them as especially as a woman is credibility. But you build that up with good work, you mm. know. Let them, let them not come at you for your work. Make sure that that is impeccable, that it is world-class, that it's top tier, because mm. then, then they'll start attacking other things like, oh, your hair, yeah. oh, your nose. <laughs> you know, when people yeah. come for my aesthetic, I know that yeah. my work is on fire because they can't touch that. <laughs> they so they're going to come that, at yeah. me with other nonsense. You know? So make sure, just, I think that for me is the overriding thing to just make sure that your work is world-class and, and respect and treat the people that you work with with the highest mm. level of respect, you know, because then they'll bring their best for you as well. Yes. Treat them well yes. when you come into studio. Greet everybody. Um, you don't have to be like the jokester and hey, mm. always happy. But you know, see people. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I think I mean that's that's just so powerful. I mean I, I'm I'm not in the in I'm not a presenter, but I'm I'm in the engineering field, right? And that what you've spoken about is just applicable everywhere. That is mm. applicable in any industry, any job any sort of career that you're pursuing. So thank you for that. I think that was really, really powerful. Um, so we talk a lot about, you know, how do you motivate yourself, you know, when, when, when you fail, when things go wrong. But what I want to know is how do you 
motivate yourself through your successes. So you've been successful to a point, right? And that's, that's awesome. But how do you keep pushing yourself? What is your sort of state of mind once you've reached a goal that you want to attain? You know, what's next? What, how does, how does your, your mindset sort of evolve as you sort of hit those peaks that you wanted to hit? So, I mean, you know, Rugby World Cup final, amazing, right? But what's your mindset now after that? You know, we, yeah. we talk a lot about, you know, mindsets through failures, but I specifically want to touch on mindset in success. So right. you, are, you are succeeding at something and you meet a goal, you meet the target. How do you, what's your mindset through that, through that phase to get through to the next, the next stage? Excuse me. Um, I think it's very easy to get complacent when you're doing very well which is why this part, and, I, and I'm glad you brought it up, which is why this part is very important. Yeah. And the what's next question used to haunt me, actually, mm. to the point where I wouldn't take time to even celebrate the wins that I've just had. Mm. So I've learned the, the balance of celebrate the successes and yeah. then regroup, mm. as opposed to have the success, move on, next thing, next thing, next thing, next thing. You know? mm. I mm. think what you need to do is, is always... Um, Consider yourself successful, but with a room for improvement. Always, always think of, of your career and your, your life as having a room for improvement, that you never really get to it, whatever it for you is, that, that yes. you're, you're constantly just striving to be better than you were yesterday. That's so awesome. just that room for improvement. And I think that kind of thinking will always help you to remember that I can be an inch better, even if it's just a millimeter better than yesterday or millimeter mm. better than my last engineering project, my last mm. uh, bulletin, my last production, then mm. I'm doing well, you know, and even mm. that in itself is a success. Every time you progress, every time that you better, every time that you get something right, it's a win for you that should mm. be celebrated. Awesome. So I think mm. it's it's just the small margins. And you're right, after World Cup, I said, I was like, well, it's a World Cup. What's next? <laughs> yeah. But there's British, there's, there's Super Rugby 2020. Mm. It's the 25th mm. year. How do we make it more exciting? How do we get more eyes on the product? Then we're right. 2021, we're back to 14 teams, change of format. How mm. do we get people to galvanize behind that? There's the mm. British and Irish Lions tour. With South Africa and England in the final, they, it's already spots. The yes. English already just want to be here, you know? <laughs> so, so that is also going to galvanize you to make sure that mm. your product is good. It's the first BNI uh, tour that I will be doing. So I've got to bring my best self. After yes. that, with the 2022 World Cup, and then it is going to be at uh, the 2023 World Cup, I think sevens is in 2022. Then 2023 in France, how am I better than Japan 2019. So it's just mm. this constant progression, you know, moving from level to level to level to level. Your, your thinking becomes bigger and better. Your presentation becomes bigger and better. Your craft, you're just constantly, you know, tweaking little things that make you amazing. So in, in success, I think, take a moment to celebrate what you have, what you have won. Celebrate the win. You know, mm. look at where you come from. Look at what yes. all that you have to overcome. Take that all in. And then a week, two weeks after that, regroup. Okay, what's next? What could be better by an mm. inch than that? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's powerful. Yeah. That's really, really yeah. powerful. Thank you so much. So let's talk about inspiring a new generation of, of presenters, right? And I yeah. know this is something that you are 
um, quite passionate about. And I think, you know, by your example, you have already inspired, you know, a new generation of presenters which are coming through. Thank um, you. But tell us a little bit about that, the source of that passion, where it comes from, um, as well as sort of two or three key principles that you would like to impart on others and that you live by yourself as well. So uh, for me, I just feel like everybody, there's a thing called favor, yeah. right? You mm. can be the most brilliant engineer in the world, mm. but there's certain things that won't be in your control that yes. you just need favor from. Favor from God, yeah. favor from your mm. creator, favor from the Absolutely. universe. Mm. And, and that comes in the form of people promoting yeah. you. It comes mm. in the form of people giving you opportunity. It comes in the form of people giving you a new perspective. It mm. comes in the form of people when you're standing at a crossroads and they say, hey man, that right turn might just be the one for you. You know, yeah. it comes mm. in the form of new information. It comes in the form mm. of new ideas, mm. small things on your path that seem, look like they're derailing you, but they're not, they're leading you to where you're supposed to be. And I want to be that for other people. I want I want to mm. be your the person that opens the door and leaves it ajar for you to come in, or the person right. that says, "That's great presentation, but look, this and this and this can be so much better." Or work yep. on this and that and that. You know, mm. I had people that did that for me. I had people that looked out for me. I had people that um, allowed me a stepping stone. I mean, when I I, I came third in Lady Raga, I have no business doing what I'm doing today. But because one of the producers, Erin Ferreira, saw my tapes and had a brand new show she was working on, she's like, bring her in. I'd like to screen test her. I want her to be the presenter of my show. Had mm. I had not had that, that had opportunity, that, yeah. yes, mm. that opportunity, mm. that wouldn't happen. This conversation would not be happening today. Yeah. Mm. But she, mm. but but I was favored. She saw yeah. something in me that I didn't see in myself. She saw something in me that she could use. She saw greatness in me that I didn't even know I had. Mm -hmm. And I just want to be that for someone else, you know? Right. Not necessarily opportunity because right now I don't own anything, but I'm working on it, but I don't own mm -hmm. anything. So I can't it's give coming, you though. an internship. Mm -hmm. I can't give, yeah. but I can, I can help you refine what you have. I can awesome. give you my 10 years of experience and say, this is better. That is better. I can give you my mm -hmm. life experience and say, this is how you elevate. That's how you elevate. Mm -hmm. So that's why I think it's so important just to be that or play that big sister role. I am a big sister in real life. So mm -hmm. I, I, I know I would like to be a guiding light. That's essentially why I do yeah. it. Yeah. 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 That's profound. That's profound. So, Tell me about the role of mentorship currently in your sort of success to date. Um, how has that played a role, if any? Um, and how do you, are you also looking to mentor people? Do you currently mentor people? Um, but also just your general thoughts on mentorship in and of itself, how it should be and how you've experienced it. I wasn't mentored by one person. Okay. But it, it is a kaleidoscope of people that have fed into my growth mm. and into mm. my successes. You know, it's mm. people who have gone out of their way um, to tell me something that I need to tweak or to help me out or give me an opportunity or help me find opportunities elsewhere. 
So that's the kind of mentoring I've had. It's not one specific person that I'm constantly going to, you know. My friends have helped me in a certain way. My family has been a major in a certain way in terms of mentoring me um, and helping me to to get to the next level. My colleagues as well, particular particular colleagues um, that have made it their business to make sure that I grow, not just in the presenter side, uh, producers, directors that are in my ear telling me this is how you can get better, uh, do this, not that that kind of thing. So mm. it hasn't been one particular person, but, um, and I, and I'm grateful for that. I think I do pick up my inspiration from mm. a lot of things and a lot of people and, awesome. and I'm perfectly fine with that. I think mm. mentoring, um, not sure how it's done now, but the kind of mentor I want to be is not one where you, you come with nothing. I want you to come with something yeah. and ask, this is what I have. Where can I refine it? Because I find a lot of people will come on and be like, this is who I am. This is what I want to do. What should I do? But they haven't taken the first steps. They haven't made mm. the calls. They haven't studied the landscape of the industry. They haven't figured out what they want to do in the industry, what position they'd like to hold, what their passion is. If yeah. they even, or they why, why do they want to be in this industry? Why do they want to impart in, in the sporting space? So that's where I think people need to start on their own mm. and then seek someone who is going to refine, who's going to explain the finer details to you so that you can make the ultimate decision or decisions on where you want to go and where you want to take your, um, where you want to take your career. So it's not my work to do. Mm. My work is to assist, but I can't mm. do the work for you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I think that that's... may be the misconception. Mm. Yeah, that's really profound. So to finish off, we have a couple of questions from the floor, which we did obviously in finish the already. <laughs> Time has flown. But, yeah, um, there's a couple of questions from the floor, which we need to go through. Cool. Um, no I see one in the comments here, you know, what daily habits do you think contribute to your success? Maybe just two or three sort of daily habits or one that you think is quite profound for you that contributes to your success? Uh-huh. I have not been very strict with myself of late. <laughs> um, I, I really just try to, okay, firstly, I have a breakfast show that I do on Vision View Sports Radio. So mm. the first thing is to wake up on time, you know, yes. to, mm. to not click the snooze button or anything, get up, wake up, sit up, be grateful that you're up, be grateful for the day ahead. You know, when you're in the shower, start running the day through your mind. A friend of mine, Aziza, actually was the one that was like, have a to-do list because I'd always forget to do things. I have a calendar, I have reminders, and I have my list mm. of things to do, you know, things that you want to just get done through the day. And it is so fulfilling to just see those ticks on the pages of things that have been done. But whatever yeah. it is that you do and whatever work or whatever industry that you're in, just carry um, the essence of excellence with you in everything that you do. Everything that you do must just mm. be of the highest standard, the kind yep. of standard that you expect from other people, I think mm. should always emanate from you first. And that's what I try awesome. to do. I try to make sure that my show is, is top class. I try to make sure that when I train, I'm training at my best. I have been slacking because mm -hmm. I'm a human and I've given myself grace to rest and to mm. regroup. And that's also important. Make sure that you do rest, you know, that you take care of yourself, that you take care of your mind. 
Mm. Take care of your mind. Make sure that mm. what you're feeding your mind is positive. It's uplifting. It makes you feel good about yourself. It makes you feel good about your days ahead. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I think that's what's important. You know, wake up and just be grateful for a new day and then go out there and be the best. And it's like those small margins I was telling you about. If you can just be better than yes, because you can't have two bad days in a row if you're always in reflection. If you are reflecting on the day you've just had and it's been a bad one, you are, all of you is just going to be psyched on tomorrow will be great. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so, awesome. yeah, that's what I try and do. That's what I that's try awesome. and do. That's awesome. That's amazing. So another question that I had is, you know, um, this is in the pre-Q&A, and I think for everybody watching, if you have questions, you can now start to sort of populate them through, and then we'll, we'll try to pick two or three that we can go through as well. I see there's a couple coming through in the Q&A, which is awesome. Um, how do you balance your your public life and your personal life together? How do you keep you know that sort of balance? Um, you are a public figure; people know who you are. Um, how do you keep that balance with your personal life and your your friends and your family? Um, priorities. It is mm. to prioritize what is important must remain important. Um, so I try to make as much time for family and friends as possible. It's not always possible because on the days when family and friends gather and have a good time, I'm at work and mm. we're working, you know, but yes. I, I have made a much better effort of it. And I try and show up as much as possible, mm. I beg your pardon, for, for the people that matter. But I think with things like social media, you put out what you want people to know about you. So if you don't want your personal life to be for public consumption, then don't put it there. Yeah. If you want to hint at it, then be smart about it. I mean, mm. be smart, be witty people. You can find a way, you know, mm. Um, mm. if you want to hint at it, but not put it out there. I think you've just got to be very cognizant and very mindful of what you want people to know about you, what you are comfortable sharing um, with the public and what you want to remain private and keep that private. Keep that private. Keep that for mm. you. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's really good. Um, I have another question. <laughs> so I'm going to direct quote the question. It says, how do you ensure that you always look fly? That's the... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah, I am terrible at looking fly. Hey, thank goodness for the makeup artists and our stylists um, at Supersport. They're the ones that keep me fly. On a... <laughs> But after that, you know, I try to keep it as natural as possible. Look, I'm working on it. It's a lot of mm. effort. And sometimes mm. I'm just not up to the effort. But when the, when the moment and the event calls for it, obviously, you've got to come through with all of yeah. it, you know. But when I'm home, I want to be home. I want to be, I tell my friend I'm a slob. Yeah, I just want to be slob. relaxed. Like, not, yeah, just relaxed. Yeah, that's the word. <laughs> I want to be relaxed, but I mean, on air, we have a team and they are fabulous. Like we get beat mm. to the guards, darling, the clothes mm. are amazing. We always look amazing, but that is also like part of our, um, it's, it's, it's just another piece that makes the presentation so amazing. Yeah. Good. And um, so obviously being in the sports industry, what do you think is, what does the future look like for sport, you know, after COVID-19? You you know what, I've been mulling over that and or... I honestly don't know. I think it will be different, mm. Yo, but it's it's very, very hard to say. <laughs> no, I've been, I've been trying to even imagine games behind closed doors mm. and 
the numbers are just too much for us to do it here because uh, gatherings of more than 100 people are outlawed. And here we would need more than 100 people to put mm. um, a, a game on air. So I, 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 I can't answer that. I don't know. Mm. I, I really don't know. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I don't either because it's, it's so hard to say yeah. because you've never seen anything like this in our yes, lives. So yes, yes. And you don't even, you don't know what the pivot will be. You don't know what the no. options even are. You know, I try to imagine like British and Irish Lions tour and I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> like a stadium. I can't imagine an empty stadium. I can't yeah, imagine. I can't, I can't imagine um, that either, yeah. I can't Crazy. imagine fans not coming down from the north to come in so i, I, I honestly don't different. know I, yeah. look I, the bundesliga is coming back next weekend yeah, i saw that so mm. i think that will maybe give us a glimpse of what new normal will look like but even they are using concessions based on covid it's not it's not new because we need something new i, I don't yeah. i don't know I, I, <laughs> it's hard I, to I, say I don't know. Yeah, it really is hard to say. Yeah. Another question was, um, you know, so how do you what what practices or tips do you have, you know, to keep composure in in the big moments? So in those sort of cr crunch time moments when you know yeah. millions are watching, what sort of practices or tips do you have for people um, to it, it, as as sort of a theoretical uh, lesson that you've learned throughout those big moments? Oof. Managing big moments comes with experience. So you, you, you if, with every production, you are going to get better. You are going mm. to get better at it. It takes time. It takes time because it is also a skill you have to refine. You know, mm. if someone is shouting that something is dead in the truck or, I don't know, the audio table has exploded, you have to keep the composure. You still have to keep the program going. And it comes with, it. it so when you usually speak to a person, if I say, Tafa, how are you doing? Your immediate response is to look for where I am and then yeah. to respond. And yeah. on television, you learn that while I'm speaking, someone is speaking to me and I have to mm. nod as if I've heard that person. But yeah. actually, I'm not because I'm nodding like I'm just explaining this thing. <laughs> and then my panelist is going to jump in and I'm still nodding, but I'm not necessarily agreeing with what they're saying. Or yeah. I am, but I'm also... <laughs> noting what's going on um in the control it's a lot, so basically it's, it is yeah. a lot but it, mm. it really it, it it can't it can't be taught on a theoretical level you have to be sitting in the chair over and over and over again you have to be the presenter at venue over and over and over again to mm. get better and better and better at it i always say the things that can be your crutch especially when you have to fall time or or something yeah. is to be well researched to to yes. be well researched will save you pre-game, but half-time and full-time is, is to be engaged in the match, to really be engaged in what is going on, big moments, mm. what, are, what is commentary saying, what are you hearing from some of the fans, that you can still use even at half-time. The stats, the research that you've done, you can still use it. That will always keep you calm. Over-prepare, because you don't know what is actually going to happen on the day. Live TV, everything can go haywire, haywire. Mm. You know, mm. but but composure in particular. So Zondinda is saying these hallowed grounds. I'll never forget that. <laughs> I see that. Thank you. It's it's one of my favorite pieces of work. What was I saying? Oh, um, composure comes with time, but yeah. research is also your friend, and that will also help you. But the the more the more you come to see that authenticity, the more you're comfortable 
in your own skin and the more you're comfortable with your delivery you'll be able to and you can say things like oh my goodness i can't even hear my director right now we're gonna go to an ad break in just a moment but before we go to that ad break you 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 can already add it because you've seen the game this is what's coming up these are the people that i've just saw uh warming Mm. up off of the benches then your floor manager's probably coming behind the cameraman to tell you okay wrap it up okay three two okay we'll be back (laughs) after this boom you see but it comes with you you finesse it with time Mm, yeah mm, yeah that's really really good what's well, it thank you so much um this has oh, been amazing this has been so I, much I, see... I don't want to go anywhere are there let's see <laughs> look no i'm kidding i'm kidding it's been all good Tafa. thank you I'm so looking. much for, for giving me i'm just looking if there's one more question uh, this is anybody's last chance you have about five seconds <laughs> ask one last question but i think you know i'll i'll give the floor to you is there anything you know that you'd like to say to everybody watching on this platform as sort of a last word before i conclude uh thank you so much for joining us for for this uh, conversation i hope it has been enlightening for you i hope that i have been able to impart something on your lives thank you for watching um, every single weekend when uh, your World of Champions is on. Thank you for being a part of our conversations, mm. even when it gets heated, because I know you love your teams. And when <laughs> when the franchises are playing, we all divide it. But Springboks, we all come together, you know, and we make it a party. So thank awesome. you, thank you, thank you so much for, for, for um, being a part of that. And it is my honor and privilege to serve you. Every single awesome. time that I am in studio, you know, we make sure that the experience is amazing for you so that you can come back every single weekend. And I hope that you are all keeping well and keeping safe during these times, crazy times, tough times. Everybody's going through um, something rough, some more than others. So please be kind Mm -hmm. to one another, consider one another, pray for one another, um, keep everybody that you know in your thoughts and where you can help, where you are able, um, please do, please do. It will mean the world to, to, to someone else. Yeah, that's really, really good. Thank you so much. This has been a jam-packed uh, 35 minutes. I, I Thank you. Loved it. I think your your journey is so inspiring, I think, for everybody that has watched this and that is going to watch this afterwards. Um, thank you for the lessons that you've shared. Um, and I think that your, your, your example is so powerful. Right. I think the, 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 the power of the power of your journey is inspiring to so many, um, myself included, and just seeing uh, you, you know, every weekend do your thing. And I think, you know, it's not just being there. It's the excellence that you spoke about. Right. It's the it's the fact that you are bringing top notch standard. It's the fact that you are at the top of your game um, and, you know, like you said earlier, you know, even with your successes, you continue to look to the future. And I think that will hold you in great stead. So I just want to wrap it up, but I want to say thank you so much for joining the show. Um, I'd love to do a part two again someday. That would be amazing. <laughs> no problem. No problem. I'll but, definitely avail uh, myself. Thank you. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. Well, seriously, thank you so much. Um, please keep well, keep safe, stay healthy. Wash your hands, all the good things that we've been <laughs> yeah. advised to do. Sanitize. Um, yeah, all those good things. But until until the next time, thank you so much and bye-bye. Thank you. Cool. Cheers. Ta-da. Bye-bye. Wow, thank you very much for tuning in and listening to the episode. I hope that you enjoyed that. 
that you impacted positively, and that you found substance and significance whilst listening to the show. To stay up to date with the latest episodes, please subscribe to the podcast and give it a five-star rating. You can also check out and subscribe to my episodes in video format on the Impactful Conversations YouTube channel. Just head over to YouTube and search Impactful Conversations. Thank you to all of you who've listened and subscribed. It really does mean an incredible deal to me. But anyway, until the next episode, bye-bye, stay safe, stay healthy, and wash your hands.